a little clone girl unleashes chaos and death upon the Jurassic World. This is spoilers. <laughs> That's my one word review for Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> let's, let's jump right into just it. I'm your Pappy, recording from Denver, Colorado. That groan that you just heard was Stevie recording from Elkhart, Indiana. Stevie, I take it you're not a fan of this movie? I mean, this is the worst movie I've seen in a long time, like going all the way back to A Cure for Wellness and uh, The Circle, which this movie is actually worse than both of those. And I saw those movies drunk. So take that as you as it is. This movie sucks. Well, also on the podcast, we got Money Mikey Toller. Mikey, before we started, you called this movie a masterpiece. Was that sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course it was sarcasm. But I don't think it was nearly as boring as The Circle. Um, I didn't say boring. This movie I mean, at least has dinosaurs in it. <laughs> but, yeah, but it had no antler chandeliers. Think about that's that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it did have Jeff Goldblum, though. That's kind of the way the movie starts off with my boy, Dr. Ian Malcolm, in which, did you guys think he was going to be in this movie way more based on the trailer? Yes. I th- yeah. thought it was like a reprisal role where he just saves the day in the third one. Like, he's like seen in this one and saves the day in the third one. He's delivering this weird, like, testimony to the Senate. I don't understand it. Yeah. He's also, like, recently had, like, a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame or whatever, and he's been all over, like, the promotions for this movie, and then he's... This is the only scene that he's in. Do you want to know why he's been all like over the promotions? Because that's the only way people are going to go to the theaters, because this movie sucks dick. <laughs> is that just slap in the face, though? Because people love Jeff Goldblum, and, like, there's got to be at least one or two people in every screening who's, like, just in that theater... For some Dr. Ian Malcolm, and they get let down by only like an opening testimony to the Senate, and then he like ends the movie too. But also, why is the beginning of this movie even happening? Like, should we save the dinosaurs? It's like, no. <laughs> like, let the like, no. This is like it happened like, twice. <laughs> this is the sixth what? time we're talking about should we save the dinosaurs or not, or the fifth time. I don't even know the number anymore. But why is there so little security around this island? Yeah. <laughs> no government is taking charge <laughs> over this situation at all. <laughs> well, the, the weird thing is, is you have Dallas Bags Howard in this movie, and she plays... Such bags. <laughs> she plays Claire. But, like, she's, like, leading this, like, group of millennial activists doing a... That's a fat girl's <laughs> name. <laughs> doing, like, this, like, telethon for the dinosaurs. Like, save the dinosaurs, man. Like, and... Not oh my gosh! Not a second <laughs> after she hangs for up. Scholars with dinosaurs. <laughs> Basically, not a second after she hangs up with the senator, it comes on the TV. Dinosaurs now banned, or something really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was that uh, old Air Jordan commercial, <laughs> just a big X over a dinosaur <laughs> banned. Yeah, I don't know what they were expecting to convey with this telethon for dinosaurs or whatever. I thought that was so stupid. There was obviously never going to be enough money raised from random donors to save dinosaurs. It was even worse when she was like talking to that like senator donor or whatever. 
She's like, could you imagine your child growing up in a world without a dinosaur? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I grew up without yeah. dinosaurs. It's fine. Yeah. You've all been fine. We're adjusting. <laughs> Literally everything that's ever been bad that's happened in this world has been because of dinosaurs. They've broken out before. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a great thing to get rid of these. Um, but so with the government option being taken out of the mix this group like turns to private industry and she arranges uh to get these dinosaurs off the island but first we gotta bring in our hero chris pratt and stevie we were talking about this a little bit chris pratt who plays owen grady are you worried about his career a little bit he was never supposed to get here (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, like Guardians is what like launched him because he was the fat funny guy in Pawnee, Indiana mm-hmm. that got shredded in 6 months and Guardians took him to a whole new level of fame. Then he did another blockbuster with Jurassic. I hope he does I hope he's not in the third one. I hope his character just like mysteriously dies, but <laughs> I like, trying to wrangle up dinosaurs. Yeah, I hope like Blue just kills him out of the America. like out of nowhere. <laughs> they just like newt him. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, because like style. I want his career to like be super successful, but I'm afraid he's just gonna get typecasted for every blockbuster there ever is. Well, it feels like he's playing the same character in every movie. Mikey, what did you think about Owen Grady in this movie? Yeah, I was gonna say something about that. I mean, it's no. No uh, diss against Chris Pratt. I mean, he's a pretty lovable guy, but it's not like he's acting very much in this movie or any of his roles. He's just naturally funny and doing all this offbeat kind of like improv, improv line sounding stuff. I mean, he's just naturally funny. He's just being himself. So he's not really showing any range, I guess, but I don't know. Who else would you want? Riding dinosaurs God. <laughs> on motorcycles. <laughs> I mean, he's—I don't think you're going to get anyone better or willing to do Jurassic Park. I guess Shia LaBeouf, bring him back, please. <laughs> Make, Make Shia LaBeouf famous again. So, so Chris Pratt. So Star Lord's got to go save the dinosaurs. Bags Dallas Howard convinces him, and Bags. this is all within like the first probably 30 minutes of the movie and it like ends up with this giant set piece on the island but one thing that's like distracting about this whole thing is you have these two characters i think one's name's franklin and one's name nerdy drake z and they're like oh my gosh two of the worst characters i've seen in a movie in a long time they're supposed to be the comic relief and they're just terrible from both yeah nerdy drake didn't land (laughs) Like one single joke throughout this entire movie. Nerdy Drake. And he's like, he's just like Drake. And what was his uh, job at the telethon or whatever? He's like running the social media <laughs> for the Save the Dinosaurs telethon. And then all of a sudden he's hacking into Jurassic Park security systems. Dollars I, for dinos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where this guy came from. He said something about being a systems analyst that reminded me that part of in that of what we do in the shadows where he's like what do you do I'm a systems analyst and the vampires go virgin (laughs) (laughs) 
because my mind was wandering during this movie. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, he had way too much screen time. I can't even tell you the like the beats of this movie is because it's so all over the place and so forgettable. But the what was the what was her name? Z is that what you said it, her name was? I think so. Zia Rodriguez, but the car is Z. Yeah, so she is a dino vet that has never worked on a dino. Am I getting that right? <sighs> yeah. I, I, was she some sort of doctor that got her license taken away? Because she was also at this telethon thing, and she was coming off as, like, really snotty back then. <laughs> like, God, and also, like, they get to the island... Which we, we skipped over the Lockwood estate, but we'll get there in a minute. We'll get but there. she delivers the worst line of the whole movie. It's almost like they ripped it from Tommy Boy when um, the <laughs> one of the tall vegans walks across the screen. I think they're Bronchiosaurus or whatever. I can't even tell you. And she goes, oh, my God. I never thought I'd see one close up before. Ugh. It's like, God, Really? Really? Whatever weight that may have had five movies ago, it's all gone. There's no, <laughs> there's no feeling behind yeah, those words. Dinosaurs are like rats at this point. We're trying to get rid of them. We're not enthused anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I mentioned uh, Ted Levine. Ted Levine's playing bad capitalist man. And uh, he was in um, Silence of the Lambs. I think he was Buffalo Bill. He was. And he's the warden in Shutter Island. Uh, looks like he's also in Wild Wild West, which is good for him. But he yeah, good for him. He slips uh, Chris Pratt the old Bill Cosby special, and Chris Pratt's <laughs> limbs go out from under him, and this horrible-looking CGI lava comes at him at a snail's pace, and he's like flopping around on the floor trying to avoid the lava. Did you guys think the lava looked terrible? Did anyone else notice that? Yes. Yeah, it was not very good. But uh, but you forgot to mention that he was uh, woken up by a triceratops. Oh. Triceratops avoided all of his limbs, didn't step on him, tiptoed around him and licked his face and woke him so up. St- <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I think that's pretty important to note. And then he dashed this the This movie's lava. trying to like ride this line of like animal rights crap. And not that the animal rights are crap, but it's just like... These are killer dinosaurs <laughs> genetically engineered by humans. You can't make me feel bad for them, which that's what I was going to say with like the lava. This lava is coming and like it, they showed this scene a million times in the trailer where they fall off the cliff and the dinosaurs come in. But they're looking back at some point or whatever after they've snuck on the boat and Ugh. you see this brachiosaurus, brontosaurus, whatever it's called. <laughs> it's a vegan and it's like getting eaten <laughs> by the lava <laughs> like it's dying slowly and painfully it's like Whoa. <laughs> come back <laughs> and I just fucking lost Big it I was nation, laughing bro. so hard <laughs> he is in a big old cloud they really tried to play the feels there didn't they <laughs> And then the brontosaurus like pops a wheelie and is like up on two legs, and then I guess like the lava just overtakes him. Yeah, <laughs> and he just kind of dies. <laughs> then whatever, yeah, they're going towards the estate, which is what I, I want to spend a good deal of time there. But before that, they're on the boat and they're doing all these stupid like. There's like the side quest, where, side missions. Yeah, yeah, they have a side quest where they got to get blood <laughs> out of a T Rex, um, which this. 
this is kind of like one of my problems with a lot of blockbusters nowadays and i like chris pratt as much as i like parks and recreation and guardians but he always kind of has this in his movie and it's like the only flaw that i see in guardians 2 where it undercuts every moment with like humor and like they're in this scene like they're in this like tiny cage with a sedated t-rex and like the equivalent to that would be like in the first Jurassic Park where the kids are in the room and the velociraptors are coming in. Like you could have all this great tension, but like there's like undercutting it with jokes and like, oh, I'm okay. Like, and all of these like lame one-liners that don't work. Yeah. He even gets slimed. I guess there's just like slime on a T-Rex and it's like smushes up against his face. Apparently, I don't know. It was just, uh, I don't know. First of all, the T-Rex is in like an unguarded, uh, semi truck on a boat, and this boat is filled to the How brim with no a bunch of giant dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why is nobody watching at least this cage, this semi semi container of Stupid a giant bad dinosaur? Guys. Yeah, no guards, no patrols. Just don't understand. No nothing. <laughs> also, where is this Lockwood estate? Because all of these dinosaurs on one boat, traveling for thousands of miles to California. From Cuba? How did that work? Costa Rica? I have no idea. <laughs> How did... No. That, does that geographically make sense at all? They do. They get there in a the night. They get there in less than 12 hours. And this should be like a three, four day <laughs> yeah. journey. I know, but wouldn't they have to like dock somewhere, travel more than both them again? What, what, are the, what are these stowaways, Chris Pratt and Bags Dallas Howard eating? Like, where, where are they going to the bathroom? Where? They, how are they not getting caught? Like... This is the worst screenplay I've... Alright, let's talk about the Lockwood (sighs) Estate, Mikey. You brought it up. Stevie, do you want to try to attempt to explain to our lovely spoilers listeners what's going on with this estate? So, John Hammond had a partner that was partner and best friend that became foe. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently so. And uh, James Cromwell, who I like a lot, deserves better than to be in this movie, is bedridden. Um, He's obviously dying. And he has an assistant named Eli Mills, who is the prototypical weasel in every blockbuster, played by (laughs) Rafe Spall, who I liked a lot in The Ritual. I thought he was awesome in that movie. But um, long story short, they're like... Under the guise of, we're going to bring the dinos here, and they're going to live a happy life. But Eli has other plans. He plans on <laughs> auctioning him off to pretty much like what the U.S. sees as bad people countries, so they can use them as weapons. It reminded me of the Get Out auction, but way lamer. <laughs> and with more iPad summaries in, of totals. In side note, James Cromwell has an annoying granddaughter just running around the estates. Who's a clone? <sighs> yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> so apparently she's got like dinosaur weird eyes and she's a clone. Um, she's her mother, right? Wait, what? She has dinosaur not, eyes? I mean, not really. She has weird looking eyes. Like they're different color or something. At some point. I just thought she was uh, her mom. So she was cloned from her mom. She's supposed to be a, yeah, a clone of her mom. Yeah. Because Cromwell's daughter died in a car accident, supposedly. And it was probably he... a dino accident. Probably got eaten in half. 
I know. I was kind of waiting to see the backflash on that. Because <laughs> I didn't believe that story at all. Um, but yeah, what's, uh, they get to this Lockwood estate and this old guy, I guess, is oblivious to all of the military guys hanging out in his basement building more dinosaurs. All of, all of the doctors and geneticists making more crazy animals down in his basement. I guess he's just oblivious to where As bad as this movie going. was, was this the worst part of the whole fucking movie? Oh, it's gotta be. At, at one point, uh, the old guy goes, why did it have to be here? And Eli Mills goes, it, it always had to be here. Or something like that. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> did it? Did it? Did it have to be in the basement of this house? It's And, and the thing of it is, I can't even like remember what happens like in this next part like it's just kind of they run around the house and there's they made they made one super raptor or whatever that's basically a sidewinder missile missile with legs (laughs) (laughs) that they can just like point a laser at and then send a signal or something and then this raptor will just go attack it i don't know it's like basically having a yeah (laughs) a raptor as a gun pretty much more like outdoor raptor. Um, yeah, I think Chris Pratt knew this was a bad movie too because he was totally just going through the motions the entire time. I feel like everyone's going through the motions. There's no, there's no good part of this movie. There's no like one shot or scene or cool thing that happens. There's just worse and worse parts. Which I also want to talk about how Ted Levine ends up dying. So, like, he finds the endo raptor in a Is cage. he pretty much playing the bad guy from the Rescuers Down Under? <laughs> Basically. What's that guy? I forget <laughs> that guy's name, but... I forget his name, too, but he's playing that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a like, crikey, and he walks up to the big endo <laughs> raptor, and, of course, he opens the cage, and this is... Did you guys see this, too? The endo raptor is, like, doing, like, a Bugs Bunny level, like... He's playing cat and mouse. Goof on yeah. him. Yeah. It's so fucking dumb. He even smiles at one yeah. point. He's like he's like the ghosts in uh, Super Mario Brothers, where every time uh, Ted the Venus looks over at him, he, like, pretends to be asleep, and then as soon as he turns away, he, like, starts to <laughs> get all happy and, like, lunge at him. But then he just, like, straight up eats him out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, my God. But, yeah. Because this is how dumb he is. We've just created the most dangerous dinosaur ever made. Also, he's going to try and collect its teeth because that's what he does. That's what bad guys do. They collect dino teeth. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, so like I said, they're just back at the house. They kind of run around for a while. And eventually they're in this position where all of the dinosaurs are in the basement and it's Chris Pratt, <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard, this new clone girl, and they're about the dinos are about to get like gassed to death, and it's I don't know, it's kind of sad. I don't know, and like Bryce Dallas Howard has to make this choice of whether to save him or not. Are you gonna say something? Oh, I was just gonna say this part is like so dumb because like we've already seen like the vegan die on the island. And then uh, it's like all these dinos are crowded up. Like it's like what you said: should we press this button to release release all the dinosaurs into the mm-hmm. wild, or should we let them die? And I think they should just let this and this franchise die right here. Also, whoever presses this button is gonna have 
some real consequences hanging down on them. I hope they. Like, I hope, people are obviously going to die from all these dinosaurs running yeah. around. Lies. I hope that little clone dies by Dino. <laughs> Very irresponsible for <laughs> death by Dino. But then yeah, the last shot too is so stupid with all of the the dinosaurs like intermixing with the world like you have lions and dinosaurs yelling at each other at the zoo and that big fish dinosaur is about to go jaws and all the beachgoers and can't wait for jurassic world 3 i guess yeah i didn't stick around for a post-credit scene if there was one so <laughs> was there one i just kind of got up and left pretty quick it's fucking long it's oh, two hours right it, two, two hours ten minutes and i love the part i didn't love it i just rolled my eyes and I think my wife was getting mad at me half the time because I was kind of bumping every time they say something stupid or cliche. Um, when <laughs> Ian Malcolm looks directly into the camera and goes, we now live in a Jurassic world. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the last line of the movie? Last line of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And that was probably his exit from this franchise. I doubt he'll make an appearance in the next one you know what the real problem with this movie is it's not willing to go full cheese like we just did a podcast on point break and like point break oh yeah full cheese like throwing dogs random skydiving and you buy into it's self-aware it. yeah this movie's not self-aware and like when you have something like ending saying this is a jurassic world it's like you feel bad for the movie you're not laughing with <laughs> but Ugh. you guys have any other the- points yes TV? Yeah, I was upset how the Endoraptor, the most dangerous dinosaur ever made, its only weakness is three dusty white people and a raptor about half its size. <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't this thing in the movie the whole time? Because hmm. this thing is the next Or how step stupid in- it was when it went full Spider-Man and unlocked the door from, like, the roof to get into that girl's room. So dumb. <sighs> yeah. Lots of complaints with this movie. You know what this movie almost, like, could have been? Like, it should have just, like, focused on... Better? The house. Like, it should have just been, like, flashed forward, like, ten years. And, like, some dinosaur got out or something. It, it, I don't know. It, the way that the two parts are mashed up feels so unnatural. It feels like two different movies, yeah. doesn't it? It's like, yeah. Like, it's there's like no a cohesiveness at all. Full Metal Jacket, but way shittier. I don't even like that movie. Yeah, and it's also... <laughs> um, <laughs> It's they kind of went like I don't want to throw George Lucas under the bus or anything, but this is like the most and then this happened movie I've ever seen. Mm. Like then this happens, then this happens, then this happens. There was like no consequence to anything. It's like they just jumping from scene to scene. All of the good scenes were already shown in every trailer. Like I didn't go into there seeing anything new. Yeah, that was the problem for me. Mm-hmm. It's like all of the good scenes, the good scenes in quotes were already pretty heavily played in the trailer so there's not too much you're missing if you don't see it yeah i guess any other final thoughts you guys want to do yes or no's uh let's see here oh pappy yeah you know bd wong who plays dr Wu or henry i forget what his name is yeah did you hear his shang voice from mulan <laughs> no, did he do it? <laughs> oh yeah, it it came out in full force when he was screaming at Nerdy Drake to go do something. When Nerdy Nerdy Drake was <laughs> go grab a phlebotomy. Yeah, he was like telling him to do doctor stuff. Like the, yeah. the Shang voice came out in full force. That's hilarious. I mean, I'm best part that. of the whole movie. He's the real mastermind behind Jurassic <laughs> Jurassic Doomsday. We have <laughs> another note here: Geraldine Chaplin 
uh, played Iris in the movie. She was the old woman, but that is the daughter of Charlie Chaplin. So no way, really dragging the family name through the mud now. <laughs> <Which Yeah. laughs> movies like this. Um, all right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I'll go first. This is a definite no for me. Maybe a no <laughs> dog. Um, I do like it a little bit more than uh, a movie like Ready Player One because I was able to laugh at this movie more than the movie like Ready Player One. And it's not like a travesty like the Cloverfield Paradox. But make no mistake, it's one of the worst movies of the year. One of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. And it's just like a sad reflection of like where blockbuster movies have gone in some respects because it just it's so broad and so stupid and makes no sense and made 150 million dollars in its opening weekend so we're definitely gonna get a third one and nothing's ever gonna change so fuck this movie <laughs> <That's so bleak. laughs> fuck colin trevajo who wrote the script don't fuck j.a bayona because i like him and i like the monster calls i hope he can come back but fuck this movie stevie Ah, uh, this is a definite hell no dog. Uh, like you said, it's one of the probably the worst movie I've seen all year. Actually, I like the Cloverfield Paradox more. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, my wife didn't like that answer. She gave me the double <laughs> double fingers right now. Whoa! She loves the Dino franchise, but um, yeah, this movie is rough. They spent zero time on the script. Uh, everything was very just. I mean, everyone going through the motions. Nothing surprising in this movie at all. Not even the human dinosaur clone, whatever they tried to go for there. Uh, yeah, this is... I'll never watch this movie again. <laughs> Alright, last but not least. <laughs> Mikey, where, what do you give this and where is this going to end up on your 2018 ranked list? Uh, this is... uh No... Uh, I don't know if it's as hard as a no as, as you guys. I mean, there's dinosaurs, so mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. there's that. But <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. There's some action. <laughs> yeah, there's some action, but uh, it's definitely not the best movie of 2018. And like Pap said, it's already made its money, so there's definitely going to be a third one. And uh, I'm just trying to figure out where the franchise goes from here obviously there's now dinosaurs running all over north america or the world and i guess they're just gonna be destroying stuff everywhere so i'm guessing chris pratt is jumping from city to city saving everybody in the next movie and i don't know it's just gonna be like a godzilla movie next time but what this about- franchise has gone on way too long and a lot of them are really bad movies, so I guess people just love dinosaurs way more than than they care about good movies. I guess I, I don't. Know. I would like it's to so see bad. like a. I'd like to see like a much more intimate movie where you can have all that side government stuff on the island, but Chris Pratt is trying to track down Blue while like the island's exploding. That would have been a fine movie. Yeah, like that would have been a much better movie if it was just like. You know, they're going in, yada, yada, yada. We can sneak on the ship, and we can track down Blue. That would have been fine. But the whole 
mansion stuff and granddaughter clone child thingy. No, this like why it didn't bring work. that up? Why? <laughs> who who is this girl supposed to be? Who, who is she supposed to be a clone of? Because I think she's going to grow up to be Julianne important. Moore. Ooh. Actually, I have no idea. I care less. You guys want to hear my pitch for Jurassic World know. Three? Yes and no. Yeah. So we so we flash forward 15 years in the future, and this this film's going to be a big departure because it's going to be a hard hitting allegory for race in America, like. District 9 or Bright or one of those good movies. And the dinosaurs have integrated into society. So they have jobs. They drive cabs. They they mop up. They're a cleaning crew. But they're second class citizens. And the movie is about them being accepted as equals in Trump's America. So I think oh. that could work. Oh, God. Trump is still president 16 years from now? Yeah, we're in a dictator. That's the real apocalypse. <laughs> All right. But... Uh, yeah, I guess that's Jurassic World. Uh, thanks for listening to our, our podcast on it. If you liked what you heard, we do uh, old movie reviews. Uh, we have what do we have? Point Break coming up. We just Point did Break. Point Break, so that might be confusing for you. But listen to find out what that means. <laughs> Take it away, <laughs> spoiler man. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is Podcast Spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for Movie Spoilers, clicking on the cereal bowl, select the Reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was Spoilers. Thirty minutes. <laughs> this is a good episode. Jurassic World. God, that movie's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm done. I'm not, I'm just packing a backpack. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just packing a backpack for Vegas. This is how Trump gets his wall. It's the dinosaurs escape. <laughs> Did you guys see that ticker on the bottom that said, it quoted from the president, president still doesn't know if dinosaurs are real. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> yeah, it was that's, hilarious. That's kind of funny. I like that. Although I guarantee you everyone who likes this movie is staunch. Oh, I know Brett loves this movie. I already know. <laughs> you I will call him staunch. Pussy out for episode 200. He's going to. Better not. He's going to have a Jack Robin Williams heart attack to get out of it. <laughs> oh, wait. I made a folder. So we're not doing anything tomorrow? For- I don't think so. Yeah. Where does he get his strength? What makes the perfect man? (laughs) Is he a trust fund baby? Dude, I think the watch business has been good to the Cooper family.
He's got to be a trust fund baby. That one watch is like sh- a Cooper brand watch, which I don't understand unless he's just like getting that printed on from China. <laughs> all that, all that watch money. Yeah, I don't understand that. You guys ever seen the show Glow? Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Is watching yeah. mine. <laughs> no, you you reminds me of a, of a character in Glow because there's this you trust good? fund baby. Who try? Who starts glow? He's a trust fund baby. He knows nothing about anything. He's hilarious. Oh, glow! I love glow. Great show. Now, there's a chance that Alexander's a, tr- a trust fund baby, and all of this is to funnel that sweet, sweet watch revenues into "quote unquote" failing movies that have way bigger budgets than they really do. So he just recoups. That's why they call him Alex Cooper. Oh, Cooper <laughs> recouping. All right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. All right, guys, I got to go. I got an early flight. I got still stuff to do. So. Solid. Talk See to you later, later, fellas. Check you later. <laughs> <laughs>